All right, Mr. Trot, you want to get right into it? We're Go for it. Episode 63 of KT Confidential. And, um, well, today we've got uh, a few topics that we want to talk about, but uh, I'm excited for today's podcast. We've got Ian on board today shooting this podcast. It's his, it's his first podcast, the inaugural edition with Ian behind the scenes here. Yeah, we're excited to have you, Ian. So welcome, myself. He was about to unpause his, or Ariel unmute Clemente, his mic, I think. My I was just going to say, uh, Adrian Trot. Thanks for having me. And that's Ian Funk. Love the name. Everybody seems to think they know you. My wife seems to think she knows you. Jennifer <clears throat> seems to think she knows you. I don't know if it's just a, the name or what. Uh, it could be the name. Yeah. I was going to say maybe my face, but I've never seen any no. of those people. So, yeah. I don't know. It's a name you want to know. Yes, I agree. It is 100%. It got you the job. Oh, yeah. That's good. <laughs> <laughs> he was like, for sure, this guy's a porn star. <clears throat> yeah. <laughs> Well, and some people think this is a porn studio. Remember when Elizabeth was here? Right. Yeah. Well, that's when we still had uh, paper up on the windows. And oh, those paper towel. Really big lights opposed to these yeah. fancy LED ones. Really big boom lights and whatever. So, Anyways, <laughs> welcome to episode 63. Uh, I will reverse our intro outro today by saying if you haven't subscribed to our podcast, please do so. Um, like, follow. You can watch them on YouTube. If you go to ktconfidential.ca or .com. Clips of it on Insta. Clips, clips of it on our Insta feed. And um, if you've got any questions that you want answered in future podcasts, we always are talking about topics that you want to know about. So. Well, it's funny you say that because we posted a story before we started recording. <clears throat> and today we're talking about rentals. And somebody said, uh, off topic because we were talking about the rental scams. He said off topic. This is from Jordan Harnum at Jordan Harnum underscore. Would love to hear your thoughts on rent to own. So we'll have to write that one down and discuss it at some point. But today we're going to talk about rental scams. It's a big thing. It's a huge thing. My stomach's making weird noises today. What did you have for breakfast, Adrian? <laughs> I've already told you guys <laughs> like seven times. I had toast with cream cheese. And tomato. Oh, I also had one other thing that I feel guilty for. A cinnamon bun. Oh, the truth comes out. It was in the fridge. And I'm like So for those of you listening, Ian was doing our testing for audio and was asking us what we had for breakfast. And Adrian told us about his toast with cream cheese and tomato. But I left out the he cinnamon left bun. Out the cinnamon bun until now. I don't like to lie. We both put on some weight. We should really consider not eating cinnamon buns or demolishing a entire tub of Hagen dazs ice cream like I did last night. They're little though. That's like a bowl for me. So that's acceptable. How many grams of fat is in those little things? I don't know. It's delicious though. The pineapple coconut. Oh, that doesn't sound good for ice cream. Oh man, it's I'm more good. Of a, I'm more of a chocolate ice cream kind of guy. Well, I got four tubs of ice cream because I didn't know what Natalie wanted, so I, I she sent me out for ice cream. I so. thought you were buying those Nutella sticks. Oh, I got those for her too. Yeah, I stopped on the way. All home nine there. of them? No, I just bought one package. Oh. There's six bucks a package. Oh wow, interesting. I remember one time Nutella got sued because they were promoting it as being. Where was healthy. the cinnamon bun from? Oh, just like. 
you know, Pillsbury, Pillsbury oh, Doughboy. Throw it in the oven, one of those? Yeah, they're great. Quick, easy. Right. Made them on Saturday, I think. So they're maybe verging on not being good anymore. If you haven't tried the cinnamon buns at uh, Cobb's. Yeah. Oh, man. I think it, it was Cinnabon. They make really good ones. Yeah, well, those are, you walk through a mall with a Cinnabon, mm-hmm. you're not walking out of there without one, I tell you that much. Yes, I agree. But I made a I made a conscious decision this morning, and I'm not off to a good start because I didn't have any breakfast other than a coffee. I'm that's now, not a bad thing. Lots of people are on this micro fasting thing where they. I don't believe in that bullshit. I believe in eating good, wholesome, healthy, non processed foods, smaller portions throughout the day, scattered. I just wasn't prepared. But when I was on a walk with Winston this morning, I had a pair of pants on that a couple of months ago was even a bit loose and they were tight and I'm starting to feel a little flabby in certain areas. And, um, I know Is that why you're wearing a jacket today. No, no, it's not. But so maybe it makes you feel slimmer or something. No, no, no. I, I always like sport jackets. You know that. Um, I don't know. I've been wearing a lot of kind of dress down clothing lately. Like in the last podcast, I wore my, uh, my golden hoodie. Yeah. So I figured uh, for Ian's first uh, go at it, I would put like a, a button, special day button up shirt. Very nice. Um, anyway, so I made a conscious effort that, uh, or a, a decision that my goal is to slim down in the next eight weeks. It's actually 10, 10 pounds. Yeah. And just um, put on a little bit of muscle. So maybe not lose the weight, but lose the fat. Uh, I want to have a good cottage body without without what going to an extreme, right? Like I'm not hoping. Well, for you've a, only got three or four months, so if you want a good cottage body, you probably should go to an extreme. It's not a lot of time. Ten pounds in eight weeks. It's not well. Eight to twelve weeks, let's say. I'm trying to think. Last year, I did. I can shed five six pounds. Easily. Take a dump or stop drinking water. It's easy. Uh, It's not the water. It's the booze that'll kill you. That's true. That's true. So it's uh, counterproductive. Less less alcohol, less calories. Well, I've been struggling to get up lately. I've been been very lethargic and lacking energy. I've been talking about that. So this morning, I'm like, I'm going to wake up early. So I set it for 6, and I moved my phone to the other side of the room. So you had to get your fat ass out of bed? I had to get out of bed. And I'm glad I did. It was good. One strategy, yeah, it's the only thing that works for me right now. I've been popping up actually today. I slept in a little bit, but I've been waking up sometime between 4 30 and 5 consistently for the last. What time do you go to bed? Depends. Uh, I've been pretty good at around 11, 11 30. Five, five hours of sleep is, is pretty good for me. Um, but then there will be a couple of days throughout the week where I'll need that seven hours my go-to is kind of like that six six and a half hour range right i just can't go to sleep early the boys go to sleep no you have no time no downtime no nothing got a new vacuum last night was planning on putting it together and were you excited for that is it a dyson no it's a hoover a hoover yeah natalie picked it she wanted it the hoover crosswave uh cordless yeah so this thing I don't know. I'll, I'll maybe do a review for it. Maybe we should do a review video, an unboxing. I don't know. Uh, but Fits right in with our normal <laughs> topics. 
So this this vacuum, it actually vacuums, but also uh, washes, like cleans the floor at the same time. Okay. It, like there's liquid in there? Correct. Okay. So you can buy the Bissell liquid. Yeah. Uh, cleaning liquid. Or um, you can just use vinegar water. So we're going to go the vinegar water route and see how it does. Um, but it's got two compartments. So one compartment for fresh water and another compartment for the dirty water. Sounds like a carpet cleaner. It kind of is. But it's not using a lot of water. It's kind of doing that surface clean. Uh, so for hardwood floors, it's great. For tiles, it's great. Um, so I'm actually pretty excited to to see what it does because we've got our cleaners that come every two weeks. But in, in the two-week gap, the floors do get considerably dirtier than they should because the boys, you know, when you have twin boys, man, they're, they're throwing stuff all over the place. They're running around, you know, there's food everywhere. Why you saw, you know, you could just make them sit at the table. I think that's bullshit. (laughs) All right. Yeah. Easier with girls. Let me tell you. I disagree a hundred percent. Well, you don't have boys. You don't have twin boys. I grew up with three boys, two, two brothers. We always sat at the table. Good for you. All right. Let's move on to the topic. Today we're talking about rental scams. It's becoming a big thing. It has always been around, but especially now with, um, well, in this digital age, everybody's posting stuff on Kijiji and uh, Facebook Marketplace, and these are often places that aren't even available. So there's a number of ways the scams work, but um, more often than not, it involves a property that's not actually listed for sale, maybe or for, for lease. lease, rather. Um, but sometimes it actually does involve a property that's listed for sale and posted they take as the a photos. home for lease. Right. So they can get you in there perhaps. And then they get you to give them money ahead of time. And then you never get the keys and you never get your money back. If I was renting a property, I would be very skeptical if it wasn't being processed by a professional company. So sometimes it's a property management company, or if you're going to bigger developments, it will be like an in-house situation where they have an office in the property, uh, like a condo building, apartment building, um, or through a brokerage, through a licensed uh, realtor. If you're doing it with a private individual, you are leaving yourself open to potential fraud, scams, um, but you I mean, are. I mean, there's ways to protect yourself, though. I mean, first of all, see the go see the house. Make sure you get in. Uh, do your due diligence from that perspective. Uh, I think a lot of people are committing to things before they even see a house. But even then, so let's just take it a step further. So what's happening right now? Actually, let's let's hang on before we go down that route. Um, so people are stealing photos. A lot of them are realtor photos, homes that were listed for sale previously or are currently listed for sale. They're taking those photos. We're we're hearing a lot of the complaints coming from sites like Kijiji. So they take the photos, they post it on Kijiji with a nice ad, an aggressive uh, rental price, so below market value most of the time. And sometimes they're even showing up to the front of the property, like in front of the property, but saying something like, oh, we can't go inside because it's tenanted or we're not even going to the property at all. They're making people secure it Mm -hmm. in advance with the form of a deposit, which is very 
typical in terms of that advanced deposit, first and last month rent. Everybody knows that. But not without a signed agreement, at least. Right. Without some signed documents. But even then, could somebody forge a document, right? And, and just make you believe that you're renting the property. So there's all kinds of scams happening right now. And you as an individual, if you're renting a property, you it's 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 very difficult. Some people are getting scammed out of thousands of dollars. You know, $2,000 a month rent, that's 4,000 bucks up front. You're forwarding it to somebody that's disappearing and you'll never find again. Yeah. So um, that's, it, it. it's tough. Uh, I feel sorry because it's, a lot of these people can't afford of course. to lose that money and then replace that money to actually have a home to live. So it's it's a very sad time that uh, these scams are, are happening. These fake listings are for all different purposes. Like last week I mentioned the one licensed real estate agent who took a previous listing that wasn't even theirs in the beginning to start with and had it listed on Facebook Marketplace to solicit business and try to get leads from people and just told them, oh, it's since sold. Um, and when you looked it up, I think you told me it was, it was sold by somebody else like, like two three, or three, two, years, three ago. years ago. Yeah. Um, so even real estate agents, that's a form of a scam, right? Just I think so. For sure it is. Maybe not financially, but as far as gaining somebody's trust and interest, for sure it is. Uh, so you have to be weary of it. And one thing I never really understood, and I think I think a lot of it boils down to people not understanding that real estate agents do this, is why not uh, enlist a real estate agent to work for you as a tenant? Why not find somebody you trust and hire that real estate agent? It doesn't cost you a penny. Uh, and hire them to help you find and secure a rental property. Most people, I think, don't realize that realtors do it. I think a lot of real estate agents are lazy fuckers and they won't do it. I've had that happen where a guy came to me where his best friend is a real estate agent in Mississauga and he wouldn't help him find a, find a rental property in Milton because he doesn't, doesn't do rentals. Um, so he came to me and I've earned his trust and he's become a great client. And, you know, the sad part about it is it's really the best way to protect yourself is by having a professional realtor yeah. uh, on your side to make sure. So here's an example. Even if you, because you, you just mentioned you can rent a unit privately, just make sure that you're protected and, and have a contract, blah, 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 blah. Unless you pull up the land registry report or go to a lawyer to do some due diligence, how do you even know that person owns the property? I was going to say, you need to make sure they own it and they have the right to rent it out. Like there's nothing stopping somebody from renting their brother's house out to somebody else. Yeah. And then vanishing. Um, so you gotta you gotta be careful and and the best way is to have a a realtor on your side. And but to answer your question, a lot of the public, the general public, get frustrated, I think, because there are a lot of realtors out there that don't do a full service job with tenants, with, with prospective tenants well, because they don't make it, any money. Well, right. You see it in all the applications we get, just poor paperwork, missing documents, right. just not very well done. From the realtors that are actually helping, the work is not right. done properly. That's right. But what 
where it goes even to my point is, let's say we, we post a property for rent on MLS and somebody wants to inquire about that property. Any one of our teammates, including ourselves, we're quick to respond. We give a proper um, consultation to that person, make sure all of the paperwork is in order. We show them properties. We put a, a, a lease agreement together that has clauses to protect you, the landlord. Um, everything is spelled out for you. It's nice and easy. And uh, it's, it's actually a lot of paperwork, but it's it's a very streamlined process that we have. Well, yeah. And well, why would a tenant want to introduce themselves to 10 different realtors or landlords and tell them about themselves and sell them on themselves rather because, than hiring because one? Because the general public has been conditioned that realtors don't help the way they should help with rental properties. Right. And that's part of the problem. Um when when a tenant inquires on a rental property, can you hear my stomach growling? They're oftentimes not getting a response, or getting a response it's because they're at work. Yeah. <laughs> Two days later, yeah, or getting a response that doesn't take the next steps with them, right? Like not reaching out that hand for for help. Yeah. So that's part of the problem. And then and then people, the general public says, okay, well, I don't need your shitty assistance. Right. I'm gonna do it on my own because I can do a better job. I, I'm I'm the one gonna be the one to do the legwork because nobody else is willing to do the legwork. Right. Well, here's a news flash. There are realtors out there willing to do the legwork. There are a lot of good realtors that will handle uh leases appropriately, diligently, professionally. You just gotta find them. There's some that that's all they do and they make a good living at it because sure. they're, they're good at it. Well, part and of my hustle. coaching with our realtors is that it's a great, great way to establish their business because you're building your client base, right? Because somebody that rents a property from you today, maybe they're going to buy a home in one or two or three or five years. And they're so thankful for the amount of help that you you did provide them when renting the property that they'll right. look to you when they're ready to buy. Or but there's then, a high probability they have a friend that's going to a buy. A friend it. or a family member that they're going to, you know, re refer you out to because you 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 took that step, you took that initiative in in helping them. So um yeah, I think there there's a big void in that and uh you know, a lot of realtors don't do that type of work or don't do it well because they don't want to because they're not paid on it. I've done the math on an average rental property. It's different, a little bit different when we're um, representing the uh, landlord versus tenant, but they're both financially a loss for us. I've done the math. When you break down how many hours, and I'm talking about a reasonable hourly rate to compensate a professional, um, when you break down um, the time investment with, and that's not even taking things into consideration like wear and tear on your vehicle or gas or, you know, uh, the consumables that you might spend money on. Approximately, we're at a $1,500 to $2,500 loss consistently on rental properties. So let's just say 2,000 bucks. So every, every rental deal we do, 
we lose two thousand right. dollars. Not make money, we're losing money. Yeah. Uh, but what we what we gain is hopefully a lifelong client that really appreciates the professionalism and the thorough process. So I'm hoping as because there are more rental properties, there are more tenants now with the price of homes in the GTA going up and up and up. Uh, there's a higher demand for rental properties with more um, influx of of people moving to the area. Yes. Or, well, and as there's more inventory, it's more important to make sure you're doing a good job. So right. If you look at listings, rental property listings, they're very, very poorly done. Like yeah. Most of the time it's cell phone photos and that's the extent of it, right? Just amateur pictures. Um, hey, maybe we should post some of the photos that I took. So quick story for everybody. Um, our photographer was sick. Our backup photographer couldn't make it on the day of the listing because we had to get that listing up that day. So I said, okay, fuck it. I'm going to swing by. And I was actually sick that day. I, I remember. remember I was sick, but I had, I, I headed over there with the... Is that when you had the new phone? Yes. Uh, the iPhone 11 Pro. And uh, so this is the phone that gives you a... Uh, it has the third wide-angle lens. And I did take photos with the, fo uh, with the phone. Came back and edited them in, in Lightroom. They look pretty damn good. They do. Uh, they did. And so when I say cell phone photos, I don't mean cell phones aren't capable of taking high-quality photos. They right. are. They it's absolutely about, are now. It's about the user. Maybe not yours because it's like five oh, years old. I bet you any money I could get decent photos out of mine. But, you know, people are just walking around like taking portrait style where they should be landscape. And they're they're not making putting any effort into it. And well, I saw and it's one, certainly not. Like even the phones have the capability of editing them. Yes. Like all they're doing is taking the photo and literally posting it like that. Like you didn't even take the 35 seconds that it would have taken you to just crop it, maybe sharpen it a bit, reduce some of the highlights and the noise, whatever. Like I saw actually it was, uh, it was a house for sale recently where the person was using their phone for photos. And they're Reflection. not only... Not only was he in the reflection, two or three friends were there, and you could see like this big group of people in the bathroom mirror taking a picture of this. And it was like a million dollar home. So it's just kind of funny. You get what you pay for. Yes. But from a, from a tenant's perspective and how to avoid these scams, first and foremost, just hire a real estate agent, do your due diligence, find somebody you trust, interview a few people, ask around, get a referral, find somebody you like and, and, and trust in them to do a good job for you. It doesn't cost you anything. Here's here's a tip, pro tip. Renting a home shouldn't be any different than buying a home. Go through the same process of interviewing and meeting with realtors, see what they offer, what they're going to do for you, what they're going to provide. And if they're not willing to meet or take the step in explaining that process to you, you're not the right fit. Move on to a professional that is going to take care of your needs. Average rental right now, about $2,000 on the west end of the GTA, $2,000 per month, maybe even a bit higher. Um, so you're spending twenty five grand in that one-year contract. Make sure there's somebody there to protect you. Right. Well, and it's not just about being able to do paperwork and give uh, an offer. It's about selling the landlord on, on 
accepting you as a tenant because sure. it's a big part of the process. Landlords have um a, there's a huge fear of getting stuck with a bad tenant. So just because you're offering them the asking price does not and you have a decent credit score does not mean you're you're going to be accepted. You need somebody to build a story and sell them on you being the right fit for them so that they're comfortable with you. You know what's sad too is I've heard many times from prospective tenants that um, they don't understand why their offer, even if they're dealing with a realtor, they don't understand why their offer didn't get accepted. Right. And they might be a fully qualified uh, tenant. Yes. But the story of, you know, who you are and how that gets presented to the landlord is a big part of that process and having the right paperwork and, having the right contract and the right schedules and the right clauses, the right conditions, all of those things matter. Mm -hmm. um, and you, realize, because we've had instances where some people were, some people, uh, tenants were um, hesitant to provide information. So realize the importance of it's personal information, but you need to provide as much of it as you can in order to put the landlord at ease that you're the right fit. They're not just going to accept you without knowing your finances. It's like going to rent a car or buy a car. You're not going to get it unless the bank knows who uh, you are and if you're capable of paying them back. Correct. So these are things that are required. But so we've had in the past where we say, you know, our number one tip is hire a realtor. And then we've had people backlash and say, oh, go figure. The real estate agent says you should hire a real estate agent. So let's give some tips for those people. Well, here's a pro tip. If you have a cavity, are you going to a veterinarian? <laughs> if you're cheap, perhaps. <laughs> I'm sure that person that mentioned that that one day would. Yeah. Aside from that, what other things? You want a vasectomy? Are you going to a veterinarian? That's what I did. It was half price. <laughs> the um, so what? Aside from that, if somebody's completely against it for whatever reason, what other tips can we give people to look out for? One, don't give any money. Um, without seeing the property in person, inside and out, first thing to do. Well, uh, oh, I don't even know if seeing the property is enough. I to, know, but we're trying. I'm trying to come up with some tips. I would want to make sure that that person owns the property. Right. So, seeing some form of property ownership. Yes. Uh, before handing over any money and signing any contract get proof of home ownership, whether you have to go and get it from a land registry system um, or maybe the prospective land, landlord can provide something of that nature. Although easy to forge a document now, if you have Adobe Acrobat Pro, uh, <laughs> you just throw it in any document in there, edit it, and there oh, you I go. I wrote a blog on that recently. Uh, Very common. But some form of proof of home ownership uh, I would even knock on the neighbor's doors yeah, to find out uh, what's going on with that house. Um, you know, I want... For, what about providing... I'm just trying to think outside of the box here too. I think neighbor's is a really good one. What about providing uh, payment a certain way? So can you... you can, I know you can cancel personal checks up to like 10 days after. Can you do the bank drafts or no? No. So maybe use personal checks if they'd accept it. Yeah. And give it to them close to the occupancy date. 
And if things don't go smooth, just put a stop on it. Yeah. I mean, it's tough. It's tough because if you're, if you're, if you're doing it privately, there's nothing protecting you, right? So you have to take every possible measure uh, of doing that. So uh, a couple of other things you can do is calling the utility companies and finding out who is currently... They shouldn't they, they, provide they that information. They shouldn't, and sometimes they won't. They often will, though. You usually get the right person. Yes. Uh, but if you even call and provide a name... Is this, can you tell me, I'm thinking about renting this property and, and taking on this hydro account for this rental property. Uh, I just want to confirm that Adrian Trot is the owner of this property. Are you able to confirm that for me? And, right. You know, sometimes they will, sometimes they won't. Um, asking the landlord for copies of um, utility bills. So you have the uh, account number. Uh, that can help a property tax bill. What about getting references? A tenant asking a landlord for references. Yeah, the problem is who gives a shitty reference? No, but at least you get you, it, get, you get a friend that you know from previous tenants. Though, I guess so. I'm just anybody can fake it. Yeah, anybody can fake it. Maybe that's what's missing. Maybe that's a a, a part of a side business that we should have is having a uh, a website that confirms all this shit for you. I don't know. I've always thought of having a website. There is like the rent check website. Um, And um, it's just, what do they do? Just like credit checks, right? Well, there's all kinds. You can do credit checks. Uh, There's the um, uh, one for landlords that you can do a background check on tenants, but it's all, you know, reporting stuff, right? So if it's not reported, you're not getting it. They should have a rating system for landlords and tenants. Yes. Hey, they do for realtors. Why not have it for, for those people too? Right. Kind of like an Airbnb, but not. (laughs) Well, you want to, because you want to be able to go into the system if they've rented elsewhere previously. Why not? Like, should start that website and sell it to Airbnb. Yeah. Could be a division for them. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Because they rent or they they rate their. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Both ends of the transaction. It could be a super landlord instead of a super host. Yeah. I was chatting with someone recently who were uh, helping out and they were telling me that a friend of theirs. I don't know if they still do it, but early on, they used to rent properties and then sublet them um, on Airbnb. There's a story going around. This guy out uh, out east in more rural area, uh, he rented a commercial space for like 700 bucks a month and set it up as a cannabis store, but didn't have the... Uh, permit to do that and has now and only spent a few thousand bucks in setting it all up. Yeah. Doesn't have a permit to be a store. Listed the property for sale for a couple of hundred thousand dollars. And the business or the property? $700 a month rent. It's like double the amount rent that he's asking. And it's an actual listed property uh, right now. That's funny. Stupid things are happening. Yeah. So just protect yourself. Do all the due diligence. A lot of uh, it comes you know down what? to common and, and, sense, and, and though. Even, even if you don't want to hire us and you're saying that, oh, of course, they're saying use a realtor because you're realtors. Okay, you don't want to use us? You want some advice? Give me a call. I'll give you free advice to help protect you. I've done it before. Even, yes, even send me the uh, agreement of, of lease. I'll look through it for you, give you some tips and advice. 
Um, I had free. a guy send it to me last night. A letter his landlord gave him to evict him, and I told him what I thought he should do or what his rights right. were, and made sure he was making an informed decision. We'll give you some free advice. You don't want to use our services, which are actually free. Fine, go do it yourself. But if you want to be duly protected after your own due diligence, some people are just—I don't want to say stupid, but gullible or whatever like some of it's common sense like just really be aware of what's going on like how do you like the same as some of those well, scams where the you cra scams well, did you hear mean, about like, the lady in milton no this is very recent last week she posted something on a facebook group uh poor lady but how gullible or no offense but that it's a kind of common sense thing when what they do well they give the social insurance number uh, no they called her and said, uh, your yeah, social insurance number has been um, flagged or something uh, stolen. Oh, okay. And uh, we're in fear for you because they're stealing your identity at this very moment. You need to go to your bank accounts and empty the accounts before they get your money. We will hold that money in trust for you in this Bitcoin account like how <laughs> so she emptied her how do people believe she emptied this? her bank account oh my and this put, is real this is fucking legit story happening right now in milton and it was posted on one of the milton facebook groups she emptied her accounts and put it in this bitcoin account and of course it's fraud her money's gone fourteen thousand bucks or something like that how do you how all do of her money believe it I don't know. I remember I heard that Especially before with, with Bitcoin and, and buying, even buying gift cards. Like we can't accept cash, but go, go right. get Apple gift cards or Amazon gift cards and yeah, mail and, them and, to and us. And FedEx it to us. Yeah, because that's this. what the government would typically ask for. Right. So I don't Ridiculous. know. Uh, if, if you're that stupid, you almost deserve it. But, um, you know, what, what is that wrong to say? No, no, I agree. It's right. funny. I agree. <laughs> On that note. Uh, I've got a coaching session with the rest of the team. Uh, what else you got on the go uh, now personally, like outside of business? Anything going on? You're going to go on a vacation? I've been talking about it a lot lately, so yes. Where are you going to go? Have you decided? No, undecided. But I am Actually, I asked you, I think, yesterday, and yeah. you said my, my marriage depends on it. So. Yes, I'm determined to go away. It's been seven years. Are you taking February. the kids or not? I Probably. Yeah. Probably. Are you going to bring any other family members? I don't think so. No. No. So you're going to be stuck with the kids the whole time? Well, I don't consider it stuck with them. No, but no free time. Like just you and the wife. No. No. Yeah, I'm okay with that. They'll be tired. They'll take naps. Yeah, I'm okay with that Get a place that's suitable to it. A lot of people that I know that have young children, they bring other family members or go with other family members for the sake that they can pawn off the kids for a few hours and just go and, you know, have a date night or go and walk the beach together. And maybe I wouldn't be opposed. I like going, I like traveling with people. I've done it a couple of times. I enjoyed it. So I'd be, I would be open to saying, Hey, this group of people, we're going away on this date to this place. Do you want to come? It's usually grandparents though. Well, no, you get any couple with kids. They'd be willing to swap kids. Right. (laughs) Thanks for listening to episode 63 of KT Confidential. Uh, Send in those questions. We want to uh, know what you want to know about. Make sure you like, follow, subscribe, and uh, check the links below.